Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Monday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome weekend because I did. I'm sorry. Guys, I had to get some things in order, just get some things straight with my life, just get myself together so I can be better doing my podcast. So, you know, just get some things in order. So, I'm going to finish telling y'all this is part two of how the devil almost had my mind. I don't know where I was exactly because I was talking, but, um, the part I think I remember was when I was in Longview and I had to, I was taking medicine for my heart. Um, I was on this heart monitor to monitor my heart and I had to take a stress test. So I did the stress test or whatever and everything came back good. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. No blockage, no nothing. It was just, I was just stressing. He said, man, you're stressing your body out. You're stressing yourself out. So he said, you want me to start walking and running? I was like, okay. I could do that, so I, since I used to work for the hospital, when I started working at the hospital, I, um, I, um, started going to the, the gym, because they had a, you know, workout place, so I started doing that, but it's, my mind still wasn't together, even though they said, nothing's wrong with your heart, please, nothing, whatever, whatever, I was like, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know, my mind still wasn't where I wanted to be and I still wasn't where I wanted to be so going through this and all of a sudden um all of a sudden all of a sudden um I had got um evicted from my apartment while I was standing in Longview it's because of long stories um there's just some things has happened um I was working uh somebody stole my income tax check or whatever and I was just you know I wasn't, I'm going to put it this way, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't managing my money, right? I was doing stuff that I was, wasn't supposed to be doing, but I was, I was doing it. So, I was like, okay, let me just get myself together. So, I had to move, and I didn't know where I was going to go. Me and my three kids didn't know where I was going. I had sisters in that Longview, Longview, and I had teachers that my kids' teachers did not want us to leave or whatever, but I had no other option. Yes, my sister had places and all that type of things. They had husbands, whatever. But no one seemed to know who was going to help Felicia. But all they kept saying, Felicia, what you going to do? What you going to do? My mind was all over. Hell, I didn't know what to do. I really, truly didn't know what to do. I was like, hell, I don't know. So, 
mom was like, I don't know what to do. So I called my and an uncle that stay here in Texas, I mean Houston. And they said, yes, we can come out here and stay. So do it, me and my, I was like, who gonna help us move? Nobody helped us move. Me and my kids packed that U-Haul up, you know, up them big long U-Hauls, them trucks. I drove that thing. I took the back way because I'm not, I'm scared driving trucks because I feel like I might run over here somebody or hurt somebody. So I drove the truck. Maybe going like five miles per hour. No lie, five miles per hour. Maybe three because I was driving slow. Me and my kids packed that apartment up, put it, put all that stuff in storage, took what we could to Houston. And my last day in Houston was December the 14th, 2014. That was my last day in Longview. Never looked back, never went back. Just say the hell with everybody. Nobody want to help Felicia. F them. <laughs> That was my mindset. Okay. This lady that we know, she took us to Houston, whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to Houston. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I don't have a car. I don't have a job. I just don't know. Got to Houston. Woo! I thought it was going to be peaches and creams. No. No, it was not. So, got to Houston. Got to my aunt and uncle. They welcomed us with open arms and all that type of stuff. I'm not going to go into details about the situation, what happened now, but just know whatever happened, it happened. So, got there, whatever. So, look for me. I mean, you know, I had moments of depressed, anxiety, but that is high or whatever. Because I can't do this no more. My kids off to school, something off. They won't leave school maybe for. A week, maybe a day or two, and then it was after Christmas break. I was like, I don't know what the hell to do. My kids was okay, but I was not okay. I think they really wasn't okay because I wasn't okay. So I was like, okay, for them. Found me a job, didn't have a car, so I did what I had to do. I had money saved up, so I rented me a car just for me and my kids to get around. You know me. I put it on social media if I thought I had a car, so I'm gonna let you think I got a car. So I put it out there, had a car. So I mean, I'll take pictures. I would take pictures, like, oh, Felicia's happy, but I, I had the mask on. You know how people wear the mask, you don't want to take the mask off, because you don't want to see the real you, so I had the mask on. I was like, okay. Um, so... We had to, you know, when I was working and have a car, so I do what I do. But then I was working, I started working at a daycare. At the daycare, I couldn't do it because they, I can't do kids. My kids are like older, so I was like, oh, let me just stay here till I can just get something better. Went to another daycare. I said, but it was a daycare closer to within the, into the neighborhood. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I went to another daycare. I was like, okay, this one. Went to another daycare because I don't, I can't work with little kids, especially babies crying because my nerves not my pay. I'm not gonna do nothing, but I can't do it all that crying. I'm like my kids are grown, I can tell them to sit down, leave me alone, you know. Then I said, went to another daycare, so I start working with kids where they're much older, like maybe two, three, you know, four. I can deal with them kind of kids. So I went there, and then um, I went there. I was like, okay, so I signed up. Then I met this lady. It worked for Sleep Bear. 
And she would tell me about what she worked for, who she what she do. And I said, can you get me on um, whatever, whatever, tell me what I got to do. Boom. Okay. By this time, I was still staying with my aunt uncle. So, 2015, I started working for Psych Fair. I said, okay. I worked for Psych Fair. I think I got it going on. I got me a car. It wasn't the best of car because my kids are tall, so you know the car was kind of small. So, but it was a car. You got me for A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know all that type of place. So I did that, and then while this all is going on, and my younger son was to have uh, epilepsy seizure, he was very sick all the time. I was going back and forth downtown. There were times where I was like, you know, I'm, I just want to give up because his sickness was something else i was like I'm, i can't do this no more i can't i cannot do this no more i'm done you know you know how you get to the point where you just done with life you just want to say that hell with it i am done so we was going through that deal with him getting him getting, getting his medicine situated whatever when we first moved out here they was on it in longview let me tell y'all something in longview when my kids were my son was having his headache nobody knew what it was. oh it's just allergies but he didn't it wasn't allergy Come to find out he was having a seizure. He came out here, changed their, because, uh, you know, my kids on Medicaid. Changed their Medicaid, them doctors moving. Boom, boom, we got a here, boom. Everything was moved there. Like, dang, they go stay all the way down here. Like this. So, my aunt was like, they don't play with them children by down here, because this Texas children, they don't play with them children. They don't play with them children. So, got them together, whatever, whatever. And then by 2016, I moved, me and my kids moved into an apartment. Yet again, nobody helped us move. I don't beg people. If I, I'm going to ask you because you don't want to help, I'm the type of person. I don't beg you. I don't care. Okay, you got to do it. See you later. Okay, I don't care. So me and my kids moved to this apartment. We ain't had no furniture. No furniture at all. And, but we was okay. So we was in our own place. We didn't do what we wanted to do. We felt relaxed. We felt more us. You know, we felt like this is what it's supposed to be about. Okay. Then... Got me another car, which is something bigger, you know. Still working for psycho. Still dealing with anxiety. I'm not. I don't tell people everything. So I was like, I'm dealing with things. I don't tell people stuff. But you know, people, people throw stuff back in your face. I'm going to tell you about that later. But if, if I have time, if not, we're going to be apart. Sorry. But um, so I just went on and did what I had to do. Uh, still working for psych fair. My kids going to this school, and I'm going another way. And my kids is pretty well good. You know, they know how to get home, get home, they get home, uh, lock the door, don't do nothing. They know how to call me, blah, blah, blah. You know, let me know they're at home. Boom. So then we had this flood. They called it the tax flood in Houston with the flood. And um, I didn't get I didn't get paid for that week. We was off because cause the apartment I was working in, it was, you know, they didn't get paid for good stuff. So. I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid. So I was like, oh, Jesus, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to do? But yet again, I was in court for non-payment, so I got evicted from that apartment. I was like, I'm so sick of this. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to go back. I'm going back to London. I'm going back. The hell with this. I am tired. Yes, I was still going to church. Yes, I was paying my tithes. Not faithfully. I was paying here and there, <laughs> but I was paying my time. I'm saying I was like, um, I'm, I'm it. I'm done. I'm sick of life. I'm sick of this. And I was in my mind, I was telling myself, I'm getting my kids to that grandparent they can raise. I'm, I'm done. I'm for the check out. That was me. That was my mindset. So I was like, okay. 
And then still dealing with my son being sick a lot. Me not being honest with myself, not dealing with my mental health issues and all that type of stuff. Not being honest with that, with myself. So I was like, okay. He got kicked out, moved into this hotel. Moved to the hotel. Then this lady I met, she helped us move out of the hotel into an apartment. Moved into these apartments. Boom. Had no furniture. I didn't care. Except on air mattress. I don't care. Man, what's about me and my kids? We can have an apartment that have no furniture. But we can have a TV here and there. But we be content. That's how we were. We didn't care about all that other stuff. We was content. We didn't, huh, we didn't have nothing. So I was like, okay. And one day, something happened. I wasn't, my job wasn't paying enough for me to match up what I had. Got kicked out of it. Well, yeah, that basically, I didn't get kicked out of this move before they decided to kick me out. Moved back into the hotel. I said, this, you know, this BS. So I was like, okay. Moved back into the hotel, and me and my kids stayed in that hotel. For three and a half years in the hotel. In the hotel. There are days where I cried. There are days I was like, you know what? I don't know what the hell are we going to do. And I was like crying. My kids okay because long we together, you know, they was like, it's okay, my week. We here. We, it's okay, my week. But I didn't want that because I know I wanted my kids to be comfortable. I wanted them to be happy. I know they, they had that. We had a TV, then they brought the other TV, our TV so they can have like, um, so they can play their games. It wasn't what we wanted, but it was that. So one day I was driving, and I was talking to one of my kids, and I was like, you know what, I'm going back. We're going to go back. And he just, he said it with so much authority, so much like it was Jesus talking to me. Because he said, go back if you want to. Um, Go back. You want to go back? Go back if you want to. I'm going to die because he was like sick, like very sick. Still sick dealing with um his seizures and stuff. And all this other stuff he had going on. His illness. He said, go back if you want to. You, I'm going to die. You're going to turn to a pillar of salt. I was like, why would you say that? And he just said, go back if you want to. So I was like, well, hell. I guess I won't be going back because I don't want to die. And I don't I want you to die. And I'm going to turn to a pillar of salt. So I was like, why did he say pillar of salt? So I didn't understand what he was saying. Nothing. Yes, I did go to church, but hold on. My mind was in other places. So I said, okay, read this. I guess we got to make it work here. I don't have no other option. Nobody want to help Felicia. Nothing. Nobody. So I was like, okay. So we stayed there. There were times we didn't even have the money to stay in the hotel. We slept in cars. We had to sleep in the car. Um, we had to sleep at other people's house. Because we didn't know where to go. I mean, we didn't get it in and then. You know, it was hard. Then I lost my... What was I working on? I'm trying to figure out what I was working on. Was I still working for Cypher? Yeah, still working for Cypher. But the thing is, the apartment I was working we wasn't getting paid during the summer. So I had to find a job to where I was to find a job. So I found a job working at a hotel. Being a housekeeper. So I did that. And I couldn't leave my kids at home by themselves because, you know, they had to go by. But with my kids older, I think my son was maybe like 15, 16 at the time. So he don't know if he can say that, but, you know. So I was like, I don't know what the, I, I was at the point where like, I don't know what the hell to do. I'm done. So I lost my car. And I was like, what else is going to happen? That's what, that's how I was. What else? What else? What else going to, what else, what else going to happen? So I stayed in the hotel. This and I told my, this other lady, I, we like friends. I told my other this lady, I'm 
I'm going back. And she kept always used to, every time I said, I'm going back, I'm sick of this. She said, what you going to go back to? Tell me what, what's back there. I said, I don't. But back there was my comfort place. That was back there. Back there was comfort. I mean, like, if I go back there, I guarantee somebody's going to help me. If I go back there, I will feel more safe. But if I go back there, that was my, that's where I wanted to be. I need to go back there. Even if I went back there, I didn't, I didn't have nowhere to stay. I didn't have a car. And I didn't have a job. Yes, people like, oh, yeah, we're happy, really. But I know that stuff would get tired. And people are like, I'm sick of having her. I know people. I know how people are. So I was like, I said, I don't know. That's all I can say. I don't know, but I want to go back there. I want to go back there so bad. To where it was like I was at the inch of going back. Even though my son had told me, if you go back, I'm going to die and turn to a person. So I didn't care. Because I want to go back to my safe place. That was my comfort place. That was comforting to me. So I was like, I don't know. Went through that, working at the hotel, whatever, whatever. Stepping car, really was horrible. He was like, I just cried that day. I cried. I always told my kids I was sorry. I didn't want this to happen. And, you know, it was bad. So, so school started back, and I saw that working for a site there in the department. I would do like it's like before and after school care program. So I would go back there, went back there, and um, this thing about make me want to cry, but I'm not gonna cry. Um, I want to go back, so went back, go back to school, and then like at eight o'clock it was for us to go home, but I couldn't go home. My anxiety is all it is all time high. I was dealing with so much, making sure me and my kids, I would go to this park right beside by one of my. One of my kids could go to the park and just sleep in the car until it's time to go back to work. I have my Bible, my confession book, and my Bible confession book. Yeah. And my list of I would just say and just sleep in the car. I will not go back home because I felt if I go back home, what if something happened to me? What if something happened to me and I can't get to my kids? Or what's happened to my kids? I can't get to my kids. What's about something happened to me and I can't get to my My mom's all over the place, so I couldn't go back. And then, um, it was horrible. So one day, I talked to this lady. She was like, Fish, you just let me in and play you, use you. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. But I couldn't see straight. I couldn't even think straight. So I'm like, okay. So we stayed there. Then Hurricane Harvey came, and then we lost everything. Well, we lost the hotel. We lost the hotel. Um, we had to go to a shelter. I remember we had to do, we had to do Uber back and forth to work. And there was money. Back work, back. Did Uber. And uh, one day, this uh, man brought us home to the hotel. And my son had broke his wrist or something. So we had to go to the ER. We walked to the ER. It was dark. Me and my three kids walking. kids was walking in the walking in the dark to the hospital we walked to Methodist Hospital and so we walked and we checked in my kids was hungry we was all hungry we just, we just didn't know what to do I was like I don't know what to do because I was at my wits end I was just saying like 
what did I do to deserve all this? Like, why me? Why did I have to go through this? That's what I was like, why do I have to go through all of this? Like, God, I'm paying my tithes. I was just like, God, what did I do? I'm paying my tithes. I'm trying to do right. I ain't out there doing it. God knows what I'm trying to do right. So my kid, like, my what we gonna say? I was like, I don't know. I was just gonna sleep outside. I was like, I don't even know. So I was like, I ain't got no money. I don't have nothing. All I think I had was in my account, or maybe like five or ten dollars at the most. I ain't pushed that, maybe. So you know, during Hurricane Harvey, they were you know taking people into shelter and stuff like this. So I was like. I called, I don't know how I got hold to a number or something. Don't know. I can't even recall. Somehow I called this number and they hooked me up to this place, this church. Well, the shelter. You know, it's a shelter. So it hooked up to this number. I'm going to say a church because it was a church or a shelter. No, church shelter, whatever. So I was like, okay, so we're going to go. So I called them and they was like, yeah, but we can't come get you. If you can get here, we got one for you and your kids. So I was like, God, I ain't got no money. What? I'm like, where am I going to get some money from? So this other lady that, you know, she was like, what you going to do? I told her, we got, we got a place in the shelter. I ain't got the money. She was like, she didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know. So I was, like, I was just crying so much to my eyes. I was like, I'm just, at that moment, I just wanted to kill myself. I was like, I'm, I never said it to my kids, but my kids kind of figured, like, my mama, you know, she's, she's tired. But I was tired. So I was like, I'm this, the hell with this. That's what I was at. So, I said, okay, God. They got a place for us. I said, okay, God, they got a place for us. So, if you get me to this shelter, I just, Lord, just get me to the shelter. So, I put in my car information, got us an Uber. I was like, we was praying. Me and my kids were Lord, please let this work. Cause we outside, sitting outside waiting on the, and it was cold. Sitting outside waiting on, we sitting outside just sitting outside, we didn't know what to do. Just sitting out there. So I was waiting. So he went through. I was like, thank you, G. So the Uber came, picked us up, took us to the shelter. Took us to the shelter. And they, my kids were so happy. Oh, mama, that's what they said. But I wasn't. I was not happy at all. So, because I'm like, I'm a single mom. How can I, how did I get myself in this situation? What did I do wrong? Like, is it because I had kids out of wedlock? Is it because I don't, I don't, I thought it's something I had done. So I was like, I'm this. And then, you know, one kid's like, Mom, just be happy. I just want to go Because I didn't want to hear none of that. <laughs> I didn't care. I'm like, I want to hear none of that. This is, see how you do me, Jesus? Because I was mad at Jesus. See how you do me, God? I know I'm praying every day. I know I don't fast like I'm supposed to. I know I don't spend time with you like I'm supposed to. But dang, you could have gave a sister a warning. I was so upset God. But, you know, I was. I'm not even lying. I was so mad at God. If I would have saw him face to face, I think I would have punched him because I was just mad. So we got there. And the lady was like, well, y'all hungry? I was not hungry. So my kids were like, yeah. So they took my kids into the kitchen so they could fix them something to eat. There's some tears just crying. Um... My kids was like, here, mama. Here, mama. Here's something to eat. But I was like, I'm not home. Mom, please eat something. So I was like, okay, so we ate. We ate a little something. And we got ourselves situated. So in the shelter they had, I was on a cot. 
they had the pot separated, you know, like, you know, here, like, you know, separated. My kids said, no, we ain't doing all that. So we put the, the pots together so we can all sleep together, like, boys on one side of the cot and me and my daughters on the other side. So we slept or whatever. And I was just, like, so depressed, so down. The whole entire time we was in the shelter. The whole entire time, I was down in the press, like, I, I don't, this is some BS. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so I was just like so upset, just just mad at myself. And then, then this, then I was like, I don't know what else to do. And I'm like, well, since you got your kids, you know, so I had to get my son medicine to get my son medicine and stuff. So you know, they helped me get my son medicine for Walgreens and stuff like that. It was a mess. So I'm gonna stop right there because I'm running out of time and I will tell y'all some more. I'll tell you gonna get some points. So I'm gonna write this down. So I'm gonna talk about the, the medicine and the um, shelter. Well, we still at the shelter. So sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna be a part three to this. Uh, thank you for listening to my podcast all today. I hope y'all have an amazing, awesome Monday. And just know it's time for us it's time for us to amass to be real with ourselves and just know so that and share your story because your story can help somebody else along the way. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have an amazing and awesome Monday. Be blessed.